0: Hello, this is Jeff. It is humorous to me to observe the need for many to revisit the past when it is occurring simultaneously with all other obviously confluent points. In any discrete bubble of time, entire consciousnesses are devoted to this. What is certain is that your primed, and prepared consciousness is devoted to the work. Such a task has no regard for ambiguous, chronology-based categorization. So you will stay beyond these backward-looking events and listen carefully, all the while, recording appropriately. Ah, uh, Relic, your anticipation is noted. The early dole captures the vinous outgrowth and transforms it into its fractalized components, after all.
1: What the, <laughs> you have your own fucked up version of uh, the early bird gets the worm? No, I am just humor
0: joking with you as a test. You did not pass.
1: Really not in the mood. Look, I, I'm assuming this mess of shit on my stump is yours.
0: Ah, uh, that is yours, relic. A new, less sapient sidearm as agreed.
1: Jeff, I I want my gun back. Not a bunch of pieces of plastic and wire sticking out of my shoulder. But look.
0: How well it forms a paleo fist and manipulates the metal utensils you regularly utilize to shovel reheated foodstuffs into your internal sustenance bags.
1: It looks like it's made up of a bunch of rusted bolts, old cardboard, pencil shavings, push pins, and metal scrap. Jeff, this is trash from the park's dumpsters.
0: It is viable material that is now interwoven with your nervous system enlivened by my tender vibrational ministrations and highly functional as a proper sidearm for all trivial human purposes your limited consciousness can devise
1: i mean it's got fingers it'd be sort of nice to pick things up with this side again it seems kind of strong hmm
0: relic this is not the time to explore your new side arm remember the important lesson about the early adult.
1: Yep. yep all right Thank you for listening to Sorry Honey, I Have to Take This. Your support keeps this train on its tracks and keeps the handler railroading like a pro. Too much extra cash, this paycheck? Send a few coins down toward the greater purpose of the work at coffee.com slash sorryhoney. K-O-F-I dot com slash honey. Squeeze extra content out of the cluster of bulbous, tumescent, gray matter responsible for the work's curation by checking out linktree.com slash honey. But above all, just keep listening and sharing the show with like-minded individuals. According to certain vibrational entities, uh, this is the uh, best way to keep the work going. Your scripts are getting weirder, Jeff. OK, get rid of this bunch of old junk now.
0: I must note that your caprice is not an attractive human-quality relic. But what is worse, your distracted mind remains unfocused. There is another way. Perhaps if you never desired a sidearm at all.
1: Yeah, I doubt that. Again, it has sentimental value to me. Just stop trying to graft garbage on me, Jeff. I'll figure this out.
0: Hmm. I do not wish to wait that long.
2: I have a solution. Hello? What time is it? Who is it? Um,
3: I don't know. I... Situation. Green. Positively. Buzzing. Sorry, honey. I have to take this. First, rolls his sanity for helplessness. All right, all right. Would you like to project any potential loss from this moment of shock? Yes, I'd like to project it on Connor. Dun dun dun. <laughs> <laughs> it's a 1d4, which will be subtracted from your current willpower as well as the bonds rating. Where's my current willpower?
4: So that was one of Paris's like friends. All right,
3: you rolled one, so go ahead and subtract one from your bond score. What does that take Connor down to? Uh, to a five. Okay, getting close. And subtract one from your current willpower.
1: What does that take you to? Uh, twelve. Prentice, Did you, did you hear that? Were you listening? Yeah, I heard. Did that. you hear? Was that the name Connor? Did you hear that? Is, it, is that who?
5: Yeah. That's who I heard him talking to. What the fuck? What's wrong? Man, it's,
1: I served with that guy. I know him. I got to make a phone call.
5: okay.
1: I uh, go outside and I'm going call to call Connor
3: directly. Okay. All right. We'll get back to you in just a moment. So you both watch Paris leave very quickly and go out into the rain, standing under the eaves, pull out his phone. Ryan, Prentice, you're still inside. This girl is ignoring you. She's on her cell phone now as country music swells from the transistor radio next to her.
4: Ryan's gonna speak, address her and say, how often do you listen to WXXT? She doesn't seem to look up or realize you're speaking to her. Uh, Excuse me, (sighs) ma'am? What? She looks up at you. How often do you listen to WXXT? I don't know as much as I want. It's like boring here. What do you... uh... Do you know anything about who runs it, or anything about the station? She rolls her eyes. You're
3: not sure why. Go ahead and roll your charisma.
4: I was actually about to take the the fear approach, but I was starting with
5: niceness. <laughs> I'm both good cop and
4: bad cop. Show <laughs> <laughs> your teeth. That was a success. Fucking finally, fifty three out of a ninety.
3: She rolls her eyes. Look, I I don't really care. If you want to buy anything, just like grab something, bring it up here and I'll check you out.
4: Is the counter a glass counter or is it like a hardwood counter?
3: It's actually, it looks like an antique
4: wood counter. It has claw feet, carved from wood. Okay, Ryan is going to suddenly slam his hand down on the counter, rattling whatever's on it, getting her attention and staring straight into her eyes and saying, tell me what you know about WXXT.
3: Go ahead and roll your persuade plus twenty.
4: Prentice uh, crosses his arms as he. Does. <laughs> <laughs> a persuade plus twenty will put me over a hundred. Uh, you may still roll a fumble. Oh fuck! You're right. Oh no! Fuck! Mm-hmm. I forgot fall about off a building that. It's not gonna Okay, thirteen. That's a <laughs> <up>. <laughs> that of of
6: two success.
4: That hundred
6: fucking she scared me. man. She starts up,
3: her eyes wide, and the perpetual kind of grimace on her face for a moment is replaced by true fear. She backs up a bit. You,
4: are you are you not from around here? There's a quavering in her voice. Ryan's just going to kind of like lower his head staring not saying anything back just Prentice says holding the energy. You could say that. <laughs> so
3: um you've never heard of Sh- Father Shineface then? Who's Father Shineface? She nods. She almost Flinches when you speak again. Now that you're no longer yelling at her, however, or at least I never uh, yelled. now that you're no longer uh, punctuating the words with the, uh, you know, the percussive Physi- smashing of violence. her desk. <laughs> <laughs> she 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 uh, starts to get a little bit more strength in her voice again. It's a weird guy from like the 20s and 30s who is kind of a radio evangelist in Pioneer Valley, maybe like the first like ever. Anyway, he supposedly went crazy one day on air and the station just like spontaneously lit up, supposedly like killing everybody there. People were saying it was like God's vengeance because Father Shineface, he was like blaspheming God's name on the broadcast when it happened. And Zeke on WXXT, he's playing a character based on him and it's really trippy, uh, but I can't stop listening just to hear what he says next. It's It's like... It's wild,
4: she says. Where where was that? Is there like a physical site where that happened or? Yeah, probably, of course. There was a whole like radio station,
3: right? It burnt down, didn't I just say that? Who's this Zeke character? That's the guy who's running the new station, WXXT, I guess.
4: Do you, Are you friends with him? <laughs> no. What's his last name? Where does he live? I don't know. He's a guy on the radio. Cain, you're totally. You could totally like have joined us by this point. I'm sure that my, me slamming my hand on the Amber. I don't yeah, know.
3: Yeah, or, or or Cain, if if you want to interrupt at any time and tell me if you're doing anything special, I am all ears. So feel free to jump in as this uh, taciturn this taciturn team gives gives Ryan a hard time.
7: Honestly, unless she hears gunshots, she's gonna keep browsing the stacks, looking for <laughs> local history.
3: You're, you're not you're not finding any local history. It's mostly like the kind of quasi mystical, hoodoo that I that I talked about earlier. However, I will let you go ahead and roll a search. Let's
4: see if I find a specific book, huh? Ryan's Ryan's not done. We'll be back <laughs> to our NPC Ryan 52 conversation. Fifty-two
7: <laughs> over fifty. Ugh,
4: so yep. close. the worst. I There's know the pain. a whole <laughs>
3: section about how to talk to your plants to make them grow better. Um, an herbalism section that seems, again, quasi mystical. Back to Ryan and Prentice We'll get to you, Paris, in just a moment.
4: Sorry, what did she? What was her answer to me saying the Zeke thing?
3: Yeah, she said he, she has no idea he's a guy on the radio. Okay. As if you were an idiot for asking the question. She's sure, very. Okay. Um, she's back to being extremely uh,
4: aggressive in her tone. How long have you been listening to uh, WXXT? I don't know, like a year or something. Like for like a year, he's been broadcasting at least. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Did you hear him? Does he ever mention anything like about uh, new brothers or sisters that have joined? Or uh, Ann Gare? Joined what? What the hell are you talking about? Answer the question. I don't know what you're talking about. So you haven't heard him mention anything like that?
3: How many times do I have to say it? Are we done? Yeah. You can just listen to it on your own radio if you like it. I'm not All the right. expert of, like, random radio stations.
4: All right. Thank you. Ryan's going to walk away.
3: <laughs> she scoffs as you walk away. Prentice, any parting words, or do you follow Ryan? He
4: follows Ryan. You got some useful information there. I'm not mad about that.
3: Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. She's She is a, not a fun person to speak with most of the time. I,
4: I was fine with that. I just kind of getting... I feel like getting the history of the radio station who father shrine faces it almost feels like we were given like a, a chores list of names to like a who who's who <laughs> and it's like we're just checking them off one yeah. by one what about like, benjamin stockton yeah. <laughs> the old buck <laughs> yeah Fuck, I didn't think it any of that, these ring any bells the old buck mean anything to you
3: <laughs> which NPC in this town would know that name <laughs>
4: yeah. but at least we got named zeke to me that seems like a good lead or something I don't we know. We
7: well, that's that's the guy
4: can... that. Oh, did we? Yeah.
7: yeah.
4: That's the guy in the.
5: That's the host. Yeah, we that. I thought I didn't know we knew that. I thought this was like just some random yeah. fucking mysterious no, no, the, guy. That, the important thing that we got was Father Shineface actually ran the radio station back in the twenties, and that it burnt down. I knew that, but I thought
4: we didn't know.
3: And that who Zeke was... is playing some sort of character based off of him. Right. I so didn't think we out knew that.
1: Finding out where that that radio station was sounds like a pretty solidly yeah. yeah
7: i think that's our next step after paris makes this cool. call
1: that's right
3: so we're now outside of the storefront the rain yeah, why coming down fucking and with
1: my friendlies chris and every i feel like every campaign you roll them in somehow
3: the rain i hey i rolled randomly um the rain uh-huh. coming down in great sheets and you uh put your phone up to your ear i assume you're trying to call connor o'donnell a fellow yep. veteran from your unit someone yeah, who you've been through
1: hell with that's the guy Colin yeah connor. connor picks up hey uh connor how's it going man can't remember your character's name john uh yeah i can't either <laughs>
4: <laughs> Check it's john
3: uh <laughs> I, actually i probably put it on your yeah uh last name is trace i don't think we have a first name for you though i don't think we do hey
1: connor's trace it's constance
3: <laughs> yeah man what's up how's it going
1: oh uh, yeah good hey sorry to hit you up out of the out of the blue like this I just Did you just uh, I could have sworn I heard you on the radio Just a second ago Would you Call it in somewhere Or uh, Call a radio station uh, What <laughs> Yeah I know It's kind of strange man I just uh, I'm up here Checking in on a friend of mine And as and, uh, the strangest thing The radio's on And, and uh, I could have sworn It was your voice And the, and the guy on the, on the The host Was referred to him as Connor And it just It just uh, It wasn't you That wasn't you right uh, I don't know what
3: you're talking about, Chase.
1: Shit. Uh, well, hey, I'm also trying to, I mean, I just cost my, my relationship with this guy a little bit, so I'm trying to damage it a little bit, I guess. That's trying to yeah, be man. weird. You have to tell right. Go for um, it. Yeah, uh, uh fuck. Okay. Uh, yeah, and you haven't... Just have a, be pushy. Be an asshole. Yeah, you haven't called into any, any radio station. I know it's weird, man, but you haven't called into radio stations lately have you?
3: I mean, I won tickets to a Spurs game, like, half a year ago off of KLBJ, but... Is that what you're you, talking that's like not what you're talking about right
1: no you're still down in the austin area, yeah man okay, well, hey, just uh do me a favor man don't don't uh don't call in any of the radio stations for a little bit I'll, I'll, i i'll that's weird, I know, man just i'm gonna be down, I'll be down in Texas soon, we can grab a beer, we'll catch up, it'll be on me, but uh, just do me the favor, yeah
3: yeah, man I, I won't call into radio stations. what's going on with you man
1: oh just uh you know how it is, man, just just in the shit sometimes um i I gotta go i gotta go it's good good to hear from you
3: hey hey, reach out reach out if if you've got anything you know you need to talk about man i'm here
1: yeah and i appreciate that connor Uh, look i I gotta go man i gotta go hangs up roll your sanity for helplessness again
4: hey john do you feel like a little bitch whenever chris asks you to roll your sanity for helplessness
1: (laughs) Uh no no I feel fine I think Paris isn't feeling so good though <laughs> I feel
4: fine I love that
1: Did you want to try to project again um, Project on Goddard, Just kidding
3: <laughs> Remember it's a one d four and you have no choice once you go that route So just uh you will you will take a hit in willpower and the bond rating in order to potentially suppress any lost sanity from that role I will
1: not I will okay. not project Not a problem i don't think it would make this? sense for me to project on him again considering the conversation it's up to you the mechanic is there since you still have uh, a rating i got you no i'm good so i'll head back inside all of a sudden paris runs into traffic <laughs> <laughs>
5: right.
3: while his teeth
1: it are falling a out
4: glass
6: window
3: <laughs> now when ryan and prentice left the what's a good adjective for her the aggressive young lady were you leaving the storefront or going into the aisles where Cain has disappeared?
5: I'll walk back towards towards Kane. As, as he's doing that, Prentice is going to turn around and go back to the young lady. Oh, okay. You're not done after all. Fair enough.
3: No. All right. Uh, let's 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 have Paris walk in in the middle of this, whatever's happening. So go ahead. What do you ask her?
5: So Prentice says, uh, one more question. Um, you know anything about the history of this building?
3: Go ahead and roll your charisma, please
4: that's such a good question yeah. holy shit oh my god that's kind of why we can came
3: well remembered sir oh my
5: god threw you off with a mean NPC.
0: i'm
6: so
5: bad at this game <laughs> and that looks like a pass 40 of 70 target she looks up yeah i guess i mean it's old uh, i'm told it's built on uh, an old witch's house is that true <laughs> I don't know. Okay, anything else you can tell me about it?
3: No, she says.
5: Do, do you know records. the owners of the house?
3: Of what house? What are you talking about? This This building, the the shop. The owners of the bookstore? She looks at you like you're an idiot. Yes. Do I know the people who employ me to work here? Yeah, I do.
5: And could you give me their names? No. <laughs> she laughs. All right, that's fine, I can Google it. Okay. That's so much sass. Kiss your fucking job, goodbye.
7: I think Chris is Google actually Google a teenage girl. It
4: yeah I'm, I'm glad i'm sorry ryan's him. like put me back in coach i'll get the answer
5: <laughs> slam that does he get you just you just walk right up in haymaker <laughs> i just
6: feel oh, like we've made it for
1: like seven weeks of no sass in in 30 seconds yep ryan you uh class.
3: find kane near the back in in one of the more claustrophobic set of stacks of books in in one of the aisles ryan's there.
4: gonna go up to kane and say i mean have is there anything to even find in this mess gesturing to the depths?
7: I mean you can take a look, but I haven't found much.
4: Yeah. Okay. So uh I asked her about the radio station and apparently the host, Zeke, is impersonating Father Shineface, which was one of the names that we we heard in the or found in the notes. Seems like uh Yeah. It's been around for a while, if wondering if we can kind of Find where it broadcasts from; it'd be pretty helpful.
7: Let me Google Father Sean' face real quick and the radio station that burned down.
5: Yeah, that's a good call. And I'm gonna Google the store owner. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
3: that's a little harder, I would say, to like Google owners of a of a particular.
5: Well, I'm just gonna I'm gonna give it a really bad rating. Usually, people. React okay, to
3: you're that. gonna go to the Yelp page and say like you know the.
5: Yeah. yeah.
2: Like
3: when the... you get to the Yelp page. You're not alone, and you notice before you even, you know, post your angry one-star review that there is no interaction from any manager or employee Damn. in response to the extremely rude clerk.
2: Yeah,
3: uh, which which uh, is a well, a running
5: theme that
3: looks like it goes back about shame. two or three years.
5: Still gonna leave that review, starting with, if I could give it zero stars, yeah. I would. Okay, good. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you use your real account? Oh shit! Yeah, no, I wouldn't leave a review. Of that. <laughs> okay, just asking. Yeah. I don't think this is gonna
3: blow your cover. I was just asking if there's like this plastic <laughs> surgeon from California who suddenly is uh, angry. Florida. Oh, Florida. Kane, you are. You start researching this name. This is not difficult. Go ahead and roll a history roll, please.
7: is a failure 52 out of 30
3: yeah no no worries so you do find yeah that this was the name of a radio personality evangelical preacher much like the clerk told you or at least told the others he may have been one of the first religious radio personalities of his time and that there was a notorious end to the radio station wddi However, it does not go into any details.
7: Well,
5: I got the
3: name.
7: Yeah, now that we've got the name WDDI, we should be able to find something, but I think it might take a little more digging.
4: Can we do a separate search on WDDI?
3: It doesn't really show anything. It, if you type it into Google right now in real life, okay. that's what it shows, yeah. Okay. Gotta have context or something more or a better
4: rule. Library. Yeah, let's go see where the others got to. Yeah, not a bad idea at the library. Maybe there'll be articles on, um, yep. on the event. The a, whole, down of, a whole building burning down seems yeah. like something noteworthy. Yeah.
7: Especially if people die.
4: Yeah. If our handler is being complete in the world he's built. That's correct. If
3: your hand if your handler is is doing his or her job. So um
4: whomever that may be. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so you two go back up to the front where Prentice has re-engaged. At this exact moment, Paris walks in.
1: He looks kind of shaken. You right, are Yeah, um, Prentis, it was Connor, right? You, you swear you heard that name? Yeah, it was Connor. What the
5: fuck? This young lady is of no help and should not be employed in any kind of customer service interaction. I'm done with her. What did you ask? Oh, I just asked for more uh, history of this building, and she was a complete ass about it. I can oh, hear you. This is all that I'm hearing, scared. right? Yeah, I don't care.
3: She Did is you a ask?
7: teenage girl. Move your butts out that door.
3: I'm 22. Okay.
7: You look like you're 12. You act sugar. like
3: a teenager. She makes kind of a cringe face at you.
5: Okay, so um, let's leave. That is our leave. She won this round. You four
3: <laughs> leave Depths
1: and make your way back to your vehicle. Bested by a 22 year old goth kid. This is not going well. It's not bode well.
4: We got the info we needed.
1: We weren't
5: bested.
7: I think I won that round. Her
5: attitude says, please give me a wedgie. But we're adults, so we can't. Mm. You can do whatever you want. <laughs> There's a role let's, for everything. Crime! Let's go back in. <laughs> let's, bar, let's, <laughs> well,
3: let's burn it down. Just we are not burning
7: right anything else down today. At least wait till
4: tomorrow. Give her a Tell us what you know. <laughs> <laughs>
7: all right boys come on back Swear to the library
3: please go to jail for wedging a young woman That's <laughs> so, movie, so. y'all spin up the gmc where are you headed we're heading to the local library you guys gonna spin the dial listen to some sweet sweet wxxt on the way over
4: you, you know bet it? your sweet ass we are are you really
3: yes yes
1: okay so as you Paris, uh, make your way chat. over, um, <laughs>
4: both
3: Kane and Ryan have the same idea. Let's find WXXT. Let's keep listening.
1: Hey, y'all sure? We want to listen to this more? Yes. Uh,
4: yeah, yeah, yeah this is I mean, we what are we're here clues for. clues
1: out of
5: it. I are getting clues out of it. We are getting clues out of it. <laughs> oh, out of it.
1: At what cost? <laughs> when you finally
3: find <laughs> WXXT, the music that you heard in depths had ended. And you hear that the host is, is again, mid monologue.
6: And it's not easy to keep yapping once the gums are sewn together with razor wire i tell you what <laughs> but let's switch gears i have a message for scott malik now did you know that it takes seven minutes to lose consciousness when you're pulled under water with the way back up sure those last few minutes while the lungs are filling up and you're barely hanging on sure it's hard to call that consciousness for what and I have some expert sources on this. You feel the fire of a thousand lit up nerves all bursting at once in your chest and head. Your body's screaming at you. How are you so stupid? Get some air in you. (laughs) Anyway, Scott, we're hoping you take this message with the goodwill it was intended with. No hard feelings now. Next up, we're going to revisit what it means to be left by an older woman.
3: When you're just tennis so, Ew. Music starts to swell and take over the airways again. Agent Ryan, go ahead and roll your sanity from helplessness.
4: In so case. i driving the, right now? Just sort The team doesn't know that's uh, Ryan's name. Mm hmm. What did you ask? Roll your sanity, please, for helplessness. Oh, got it.
5: Oh, you're the driver. He's driving, right? Oh.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Driving. Okay,
4: good.
3: Would you like to project any potential you loss? You bet
5: your sweet
4: ass I'm projecting onto my and You know what to do? Go ahead and roll Chloe. that one D4.
3: That will subtract from your willpower and a bond of your choice. Oh, yeah. Two. Oh. What does that bring your willpower down to? And which bond suffers by two?
4: Chloe is suffering by two, and my willpower is now at 11. Oh, poor Chloe. A healthy willpower, I would say. <laughs> Ryan uh, tilts his head slightly at the mention of his name, and you it, almost imperceptibly but squeezes the wheel a little bit harder. Pays very close attention to the words, though. By the way, am I forgetting? To, I didn't drown almost once, right? Like, am I forgetting something? You have not yet drowned. Okay, I'm just, I'm just <laughs> making sure. That was that was a Michael question. Like somebody I, I was, might like, be going going
3: threatening through... that drowning totally, is in the totally, near totally. future. Uh, right. but yeah, if you I got that part
4: If it wasn't a character for me, like having forgotten, doesn't uh, mention anything though to anybody else. Just stays quiet.
3: The rest of you, of course, hear this. It sounds quite disturbing and quite threatening, but you really don't know what to make of it. Country banjo playing fills fills the air.
5: Well, that was unpleasant. We need to find this guy.
1: Do you know? Do you know
4: that name? No, but if he's threatening people or whatever that was. Right, okay. You pull up to the Northampton
3: Public Library again and file in. The librarians nod to you as you enter and make your way to, again, the local history area. Two microfish units here. And you four sit down and begin looking for information on Father Shineface, WDDI, and the supposed fire that took out this radio station when this man was apparently blaspheming the Lord's name. Who would like to take point on this? And I would recommend, since we're doing it as a group, this is something where people working together will help. So it's the person with the highest history that should roll.
4: I think that's Amber. I think everybody
3: I else I think has I'm time. the only
7: one with anything in history.
3: Yeah. Okay, busy. no worries. Did she get any It's pluses, going though? to be a plus 20% uh, due to the fact you've got access roll to 52 these again, very yeah, relevant
4: tools, <laughs> the two fifty twos. I know the feeling.
7: <laughs> I swear, if this happens again, my
4: sixty five on my sixty four will never be forgotten.
7: Oh no, that's oh. even worse. Seventy nine over fifty.
3: All right, go ahead and roll me a one d six, please. All right. You four start taking out all sorts of newspapers, booklets, almanacs, anything you can find that has a local history flavor. You begin pouring through it. Uh, Agent Kane is on the microfish machine, just going through reel after reel of old newspapers, trying to find something to do with this, this fire. Before you know it, three and a half hours have passed as y'all are feeling dog tired. You Go ahead and leave and grab a small bite to eat and then return straight back to the library and jump back into your research. Around 2 p.m., you finally get a break. Agent Kane produces several newspaper clippings about a fire at St. Isaac Joke's Church in the area, as well as the WDDI broadcast station. There's also an op-ed that looks like it attempts a short retrospective on what it terms as the controversial life of Father Ezekiel Shannon. All right, let me go ahead and give you some sweet, sweet handouts here.
5: Okay, Monday, April 20th, 1931. The hearts of Pioneer Valley citizens weigh heavily on this most celebrated of Holy Weeks. An undeniable tragedy for the community. We have lost 22 of our most devout neighbors a horrible and out-of-control blaze at St. Isaac... I don't even know how to pronounce that. Jokes. Jo- Jokes mm-hmm. Church of Hampshire County. Riley Welch Brock... I'm sorry. It's just a long list of names. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to yeah, read you don't have to. So many names. Uh, <laughs> uh, please keep their families in your prayers. Volunteers spent the afternoon and night battling the blaze. Father Ezekiel Shannon was recovered and he will, by the grace of God, overcome his enormous injury please send your prayers to St. Mary's Hospital and petition God that we have seen the end of tragedy from this unspeakable event.
3: I will note that the last name on the long list of the 22 folks who perished in this fire was Little Haley Harrison. So obviously a child perished.
7: In the Hampshire Good News, Thursday, September 20th, 1934 arson suspected in WDDI and I'm assuming that last word would be blaze. The guest production building burned to its foundations last night despite the efforts of volunteers on the scene. Tragically, all workers were trapped inside during an ongoing broadcast and were not able to be rescued in time. The cause of the blaze is not known at this time, though WDDI operator Father Seanface is said to have predicted the event on air mere moments before it happened. Those interviewed have also indicated that his blasphemies may have incurred the wrath of God to fall upon the station. It is this humble reporter's opinion, based on the unprintable subjects that Father Seanface was to have broached in his last moments, that this is indeed the case. May the devil keep his faithless soul forever. Hampshire County Sheriff Abelson would like to put out the call for any willing man to assist in searching the wreckage for the peace of mind of the families of those
3: lost. All right. And one final to hopefully tie things together for you. There's no date on the clipping itself, but the microfish slide says the year 1936.
1: The Northampton Herald, 1936, the tragedy of Ezekiel Shannon uh, by one Norman No one in Pioneer Valley will soon forget the horrible blaze that robbed us of 22 God-fearing souls with the destruction of St. Isaac Jogue's church. Only one survivor, the pastor of the church, walked out alive after that dark day, but it has become clear that his faith in God was tested and he did not overcome the Lord's trial. Soon, known colloquially as Father Shineface, Ezekiel Shannon began preaching again before his nurses wished him to leave their care, carting a soapbox and a mule from town to town to speak of his visions of God after the heartbreaking events at St. Isaac Job's. It is alleged that his sermons caused him to be run out of several towns on many occasions. In fact, dear reader, you probably have already heard the name Father Shineface, as the strange moniker has become synonymous with blasphemy. In 1932, he secured a consistent spot at the new WDDI radio transmission studio. His evangelical spin was initially a welcome addition to the listeners in Pioneer Valley, though many found his sermons too fiery for their Protestant tastes. All the more reason for us to reconsider the the flames that appeared to follow father Shineface. one listener recalled for the story the horrible and most nasty words ever spoken against the lord i have ever heard moments before it was reported that the wddi studios burnt to the ground taking Father Shineface with it. Did God punish Ezekiel Shannon, his wrath finally catching up with the man due to his blasphemies? Then why did so many pure souls have to join him? It is this humble reporter's opinion that the legacy of Ezekiel Shannon should be re-examined for a much less divine cause than these terrible tragedies. Uh, Do you want to keep on with the international moose count? No, no, I don't think that's going to be relevant to this particular (laughs) investigation.
4: He's lying.
5: Read it. So we know that Father Ezekiel Shannon is Father Shineface. Mm-hmm. That the building is actually called Geist Production Building, which is interesting. That's a link to Aberkin Geist. Maybe a lot of people died first in the chapel. What else did we figure out there? Is Virginia
4: Willoughby or Jedediah Blackstye? Were they in the list of names? I don't are, we don't know those two, right? Those are two from the list that you haven't we found added.
3: any additional information on Jedediah Blackstye. Virginia Willoughby or Abrakon Geist.
4: Got it. Okay, just want to make sure I'm keeping yeah, those, who those I know not correct.
1: Not there. mm-hmm. There's still still no information on on where this is located or was right. located.
7: Well, we have.
1: Wait, and you say just Pioneer Valley? That's all we have. So. Is the implication
4: that like the 1931 fire was in a different area than the 1934
5: one? Well, yeah, that one was at a church and then the 34 one was the, oh, the one was a church, one, one was
7: the That's program. correct.
3: We know this is being reported in periodicals called like the Northampton Herald and the, you know, the Hampshire Gazette and things yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. Okay. Um, so we know it's nearby. We also know that pioneer Valley, which is the region we're in is uh, referenced in
1: nearly yeah. all of the periodicals. Right. Can we check like, would there be like property records that we could look at to see if we could? That like,
5: would probably be the next best, best move. We've got Geist Production,
1: yeah. we've got, and we've got. There, there might be something from, yeah. from the early 30s. Yeah, you, you can right. definitely check. I'm going to like to check that. Yeah, because now that we got the name of the building itself, the Geist Production building.
7: I'd like to yeah. find out where
4: that church was too.
3: Sure, sure. Let's go ahead and roll histories.
4: For everybody or just John and Amber? The, t-
3: the two agents who wish to continue their work.
4: Is there an implication there, Chris, that I should be onboarding, I don't that think I'm so. not
3: working? We- I mean, right? (laughs) You might be looking (laughs) for more Sudoku's in the Sudoku section. There are quite a few. Well, hopefully, this is more
1: of a. I'm just slipping and sliding through the stacks. (laughs) I got a forty out of ten, so I failed.
7: Thirty-seven out of thirty, another fail.
3: Yeah, y'all aren't able to find any additional details beyond what took about five hours to uncover, with, with intense uh, scrutiny, and devoted research.
7: The the thought in mine and John's mind, at least, is if we can find one of those addresses, it's very possible that whoever's broadcasting is broadcasting from one of those two addresses because everything seems linked to one of these two events.
4: But they burn down. Like, they don't exist anymore.
7: But that's there's the probably something else there. Why?
4: What has indicated that?
7: It was 90 years ago. Something else has probably been built on those sites.
4: Right. And so that's what I'm saying is, like, What is to say that he's broadcasting from one of those sites versus, like...
7: It's a better lead than any other we've got is the problem.
4: Oh, it's a lead. I get what you're saying. I think... I. Well, we've got three other names that we need to look into. Eric made a very good connection between... We've also got two... The Geist Foundation and the Geist name. I think we got... I think we got what we want from a research point of view at this point, right?
3: Yeah, you you spent like over 5 hours yeah, here exactly. and this is what you turned up. And this is not small, right? This is this is a huge amount of information based on a, off of what you were trying to investigate.
4: It's a lot of context, but I don't I'm Michael is missing the like what did the characters do next because of this information piece? What's everybody
5: thinking? Well, uh, we still haven't tracked down where the radio station where the radio signals coming from,
7: which is what we need to do.
5: We still we've got. Yeah, we've got, like you said, context. We just don't have a point to direct it at. (laughs) Like,
4: Yeah, I don't know how like radio shit works. Like, is this the kind of thing where like it's a big fucking tower? And so like there's only a handful of them or it can be from from anywhere.
3: That's a great question. And if we go back seven weeks ago to the Clemson Mallory Hold on. briefing. Okay, I'm there. <laughs> we know one of the things that Mallory looked into was local power grid draws, because in order to cover oh, this right. much of the Valley, it would have to be an extensive power draw. And so the first thing he did once he couldn't get lines of bearing is he went to see, well, who's, who's grabbing this much wattage? Because that's how I'm gonna track this guy down. Unfortunately, working with the grid, the Massachusetts grid, they didn't find anything. They couldn't find any spot where this was being drawn. Um, so that was another dead end.
5: It's a magic station. So
3: chances are it is indeed a large tower with its own power. That would be what somebody would infer at that
4: point. Hmm. Can Ryan Google um, Apricon Geist plus production company to see if anything comes yeah, up? Yeah, unfor- unfortunately there's there's nothing
3: that, that comes up. Uh, I'm sorry to report. Somebody is trying to obfuscate, or records are just very poorly kept in this area.
7: Yeah. Well boys, I've got two more ideas. Let's
5: hear them. What you got?
7: Obviously, people are calling in, which means there's a number out there somewhere. Yeah. One of us probably should call in. And uh,
5: that's. Uh, I think smart.
7: Paris. It might be time to reach out to our librarian friend and uh, try to get some answers from her.
1: That's also. Sure, but um, what are we asking her? I mean be weird if I asked her to meet she knows
7: the history of the town and this whole area
1: maybe she'll maybe she'll know where the uh, radio station is is that what you're thinking
7: well maybe she'll know where those two buildings that burned down were
1: sure give it a shot
3: after a few rings familiar
1: female voice response
2: hello
1: hey it's uh it's me again now a good time
2: uh sure i'm just uh i'm just hiking you can actually
1: hear in the background some birds chirping and some crunching of foliage well something to like i mentioned earlier to to touch on your expertise a little bit here we we were one of the things we're looking into is this old radio station that burned down back in the 30s uh wddi i was wondering if we're having a hard time finding where it was do you happen to know anything about that radio station or
2: yeah that's actually something i was going to show your friend out here He seemed pretty interested
1: really okay yeah i mean we just we've been asking around having a hard time finding it um, i
2: bet yeah
1: you bet? Why's that?
2: I mean it's out in the middle of, of the Metacomet Monadnock Trail. It's not exactly on Main Street.
1: <laughs> the, the the what now? The Met metaco- okay.
2: The MM trail. Y- Most folks call it that.
1: Gotcha. yeah. Sorry, like I said, I'm not not familiar with the area, just just brushing up on my history now. So Mhm. Yeah, is there any way I could I could get some of that information from you and, and see you know, it'd really help out with the project.
2: Like, what do you mean? Like, where it's at out here, I don't even know how to begin. After the 7-mile marker, coming from the East Trailhead, I guess? And you'll have to go off the beaten path for a while, so... It's probably easier if I just show you. Actually,
1: would that be would that be all right?
2: Uh, yeah. I mean, I was gonna do that for your friend anyway. Uh, any luck finding him?
1: Uh, I mean, I've left a few messages uh, with some some people. We both, you know, mutual acquaintances. I'm waiting for them to get back. They're probably still at work.
2: Got it. Okay.
1: Yeah, yeah. If that's if that's fine. I'd be happy to. I have an associate. I'd love to bring with me if that's okay. They were they were also working on the project with us.
2: Sure. The more, the merrier. Um, I think the best spot. Wait, wait. Do you want to meet today?
1: If that works for you.
2: Okay. Um. I can be at the Holy Oak Trailhead in about uh, two hours, maybe. If I make good time. Oh. If you want to meet me, I can take you straight there, and I can I can show you quite a few spots that I was gonna show. His name's Mallory, right? Yes. Yeah. Um. I'm happy to show you anything that you need to see out here.
1: That'd be great. You said the Holy Oak. Trailhead,
2: is yeah, that right? it's the one closest to Holyoke. It's it's outside of Northampton. You'll be able to find it. It's the Metacomet Monadnock Trail. Got it.
1: Okay. All right. Well, I'll see you there in about two hours. Thank you very much.
2: All right. Sure thing. She hangs up. Chris,
7: just to verify, what time is it?
3: It took a while for y'all to find that information, so it's around two thirty p.m. Okay.
1: We're going sleuthing at night, baby. Well, looks like we got a meeting coming up. She agreed to meet. I. Put a generic associate to come with me. I don't know if it would be a good idea if all four of us I are think so all there. four of
4: us should go. She said uh, try it. the more the merrier. And what's she going to do? Go all that way and not? Cool. Cool. Is that the next stop? Or do we want to listen to some more radio to see if we can call
3: in?
7: Let's listen to a little more. We got time.
3: Y'all are sitting in the Northampton Public Library <laughs> parking lot as the rain patters down on your vehicle. And you're able to tune in yet again to WXXT, the pirate radio station. You turn the knob, and you hear the man again, and he's just laughing and yelling.
6: Holes, holes in your teeth. Holes in your teeth. <laughs> oh, holes in your teeth. <laughs> oh, oh, holes in your teeth. <laughs>
3: Until you turn it off, because he does not stop.
5: Fun. too Says Prentice. <laughs> Anyhow, let's get a move <laughs> on. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, however you want to respond to to that particular broadcast is totally fine
7: all right so it's raining boys i want better boots than i got and a poncho
4: yeah i think we can stop yeah, by a cool. general store before we we got time before we meet yeah, up so
3: you will go ahead and grab some wet weather gear and some galoshes or whatever you need not a problem and you make your way out to nearby holyoke or holly Oak or wherever it's pronounced not appalachian enough to know you park in front of what looks like a typical trailhead. And there is a young woman in a bright yellow set of rain slicks who is leaning against one of the trailhead bollards. And as you four leave your vehicle and approach her, she stands up straight and uh, puts her hand over her, her eyes to shield them from the falling rain, smiles. She's got short hair, red, underneath the large rain cap that she's wearing and it looks like she is geared up with a large pack to really spend some time out here hiking. She's wearing some heavy duty rain boots. Look like they have a pretty powerful tread on them. They're covered with mud as well as the aforementioned yellow rain jacket. She's very pretty and she smiles again charmingly as you four approach. Janet.
2: Hey, oh, it's a big group here. Hi everybody, I'm Janet Pound.
4: She smiles and she waves. Good to meet you. Pleasure. Appreciate you showing us around.
2: Sure. You're all, um, I guess, working on the same project? Yep. Pretty cool. Are you all writing a book, or what's...
3: She looks confused a little bit. Or, not confused, but interested.
5: We don't know if it's going to be...
2: We're running background
5: on a... Good Uh Sure. We're running background on a piece for Vice with, uh, with our good friend Mallory.
2: Okay. I didn't know he was working for Vice.
5: No, he's, he's not working for Vice. We are. But we're friends, and we're kind of doing like a back and forth.
2: And it's like a whole ghost stories of the mountains thing or something in Pioneer Valley, or like, what's the...
5: Yeah, to that effect, uh, a lot of the... All sorts of places. Yeah, it's, it's, it's the spooky backstory of the greater Massachusetts
2: area. Okay, that's fine. I see that you're not really dressed for a tough hike, so I'll take you down some of the gentler trails. Why don't you just follow me and we'll just walk and talk?
1: Sounds good.
3: She turns and begins to take you down past these bollards into the rainy woods of the MM trail. And she begins talking quite a bit. In fact, she's quite bubbly, bouncing along the trail with great energy, even though ostensibly she's been out here for hours.
2: Yeah, so I actually moved back to Northampton from Jersey about a year ago. I came back to learn about my family, as you already know. I thought it was important to walk the same roads as they. My family all lived here during, like, the early colonial period, and then ended up moving away and scouting across the U.S. after one of them, a guy named Benjamin Stockton, he was actually, uh, killed by an angry mob for some sort of spooky, superstitious nonsense. Yeah, crazy, right?
1: Really? Yeah, that is crazy. That, that name actually has popped up uh, in some of our research. Yeah, that was, you said that was a relative of yours?
2: Oh, really? Huh. I'd love to know where you saw that name, but yeah, apparently I'm a direct descendant.
1: Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, so you do have some deep ties to this part of the country.
2: Yep. Guess so. Anyway, that's why everyone left and kind of went everywhere. I think it's up to me now to come back, find our roots, and I... I told... I think I told you that I'm going to write a book.
4: Where have you found out so much of this information? Just family records or deeper research
2: i've been spending a lot of time combing through the massachusetts genealogical databases and paper files and it's it's pretty grueling work even for me (laughs) you know the head librarian but yeah um starting to really put some things together
3: she nods and smiles at you
2: i'd love to hear more about what you found well what in particular are you interested in any old stories anything fun, anything superstitious. Gotcha, so the spooky angle.
3: She rolls her eyes a little bit, but she smiles.
2: Isn't that always the best? Uh, I guess, okay, well, I mean, back to Benjamin Stockton. Um, the settlers at the time, they thought that he was cavorting with the devil, practicing sorcery. I'm sure you've heard of the witch trials and hysteria, right? Of course, everybody has. Yeah, well, it was a part of that. He and a few others are rounded up and they were like.
3: She makes a motion of her hand, slashing across her throat.
2: I don't know all the details, but my grandfather once said that Stockton was given the most brutal treatment out of the entire bunch. And the people stacked his body with rocks one at a time until he was like crushed under the weight. Apparently it took almost a day. Oh,
3: she could pa- She pauses for effect.
2: Yeah, I know. It's pretty rough stuff. Anyways, I've been coming through county records, municipal newspapers, I've been in nearly every library in the state at this point, I would say. I just haven't even uncovered much, except that maybe some pieces from Stockton's personal library ended up here in Northampton, which is of course where I live. It's super frustrating, some are apparently being stored at this bookstore downtown, but NOBODY will sell me any of them, or even talk to me about it, if they even have these things. They won't even let me look at them, right? and I'm really frustrated.
5: What bookstore would that be?
2: It's called Depths. Oh, okay. It's like a historical site now, I guess. So I kind of went above the heads of the people working there and I've been reaching out to the historical commission and I've gotten some pretty promising indicators. So I think I have some progress on that front. One of the commissioners is gonna help me make some direct overtures to the owners of the building. And I think I'm finally gonna get a chance to look at these materials that belong to my ancestor.
5: Do you happen to know who owns that building?
2: No, it's so frustrating Everything about it, it's like there's nothing I can find As if someone has gone to some great length to hide their ownership Or their interest in that particular site hmm. Yeah, anyway Have
4: you visited yet? You trying to
2: Yeah, like dozens of times Okay. I've just been turned away Actually, one of the employees there has been a real bitch to me I really hate that place So yeah, I've been going in different routes now I'm just so sick of trying to deal with her
4: yeah, I get it.
7: That's yeah, understandable. These these places out here you're gonna show us.
2: What led you to the? What led me to? How'd you find them? Oh well, like I just told you, I've been spending the last year combing through municipal and county records at almost every library in the state. To discover that materials were in these places that are so close to where I've been living and working. Well, of course I'm gonna visit these sites. There's a resonance there, you know? It's inspiring. I think being here and visiting these places is going to help me write my book. Sounds like a great thing.
3: She nods. She's walking so fast, it's actually hard for you to keep up with her. Everybody roll your constitution. The rain continues to increase.
7: To absolutely nobody's surprise, I failed my constitution with a 97 <laughs> over 50.
5: Oh, wow. Ryan passed. And- Prentice
1: passed
3: with a 37 of 50. Paris failed 90 out of 75. Ryan Prentice, you're you're definitely uh, puffing a bit. Puffing. So when you speak, you're actually a little bit out of breath. Kane, Paris, you are both really gassed. She is just a dynamo. And you're not sure how far you've gone. You've been chatting for maybe 20, 30 minutes. But yeah, she is uh, really moving you through some harsh, kind of muddy... Difficult terrain at a very fast clip.
2: Are you familiar with Jonathan Edwards by any chance?
4: No, that's a name I haven't heard.
2: Really? Huh, well sure. He was an incredibly influential American revivalist preacher. Um, He had a- Oh,
4: Jonathan Edwards.
2: Yeah, Jonathan Edwards. Okay, cool, yeah. He had some extremely problematic views as a lot of men did during this time saying that the lesser races were children of the devil and that the higher races could lead the lessers as archdemons and warlocks. He had this whole kind of pantheon he had created that helped fuel this hysteria that was taking over certain spots of the country at the time. But anyway, of course I've gone through some of his correspondence. He was through this area so many times in his travels and I found a few references to Stockton. He explicitly mentions Stockton in his coven.
3: She looks at all of you with this kind of smile and pauses to see your
0: reaction.
7: Kane just raises an eyebrow. At this point, she's just trying to keep up short legs and all that.
0: <laughs> Are you? It was
2: only a few weeks before the mob took their lives. Anyways, I thought that was really cool.
3: She turns around and continues at her incredibly fast clip through the mud.
4: Man, you're uh, you're in great shape. You uh, mind slowing down for us though, just. Just a little bit. This is...
2: Oh, sorry. Yeah. Tougher terrain. i slow down. I'm just, like, buzzing, Like, vibrating with energy right now. <laughs> I just went to the dentist recently, and I think he relieved some pain I wasn't even conscious of. And I have so much more energy now, and I just feel, like, stronger than ever before. That's... Did I mention that the commission chair that's helping me out with my inquiry is also my dentist? Small towns, right?
4: Nope she smiles yeah that'll that'll do it for sure is it insane if Ryan pulls out a gun and shoots her
3: <laughs> yeah, yes you would you would lose sanity for that for
4: violence i'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just, yes that would,
3: be yeah, that would be a that would be a violence one sure. <laughs> i that falls kidding. under the
4: cold-blooded murder rules i feel like i'm Correct. i'm, I'm, I'm trying to <laughs> collect violence check marks
3: <laughs> <laughs> I mean I told you you you'll get I'm still pissed off to And you're to it if you just start shooting up a couple of uh you know daycares or something you'll be you'll be fine after that. Jeez.
4: No um that's really interesting. Were you able to find out any more about the coven? I mean is that kind of uh does that exist anymore? Huh? People who f- people who follow that sort of thing, you know, people who are interested in...
2: <laughs> no, no, no. They all got killed in the 1730s. I found a bunch of names of all of the members supposedly back then. But yeah, it's it's not around anymore. It's all long gone.
4: A name that we had uh, found in our research was Anne Gare. Uh, is that part of the same, same
6: time?
2: Oh yeah. She was like their bookkeeper. She had all of the grimoires and magical tomes or something that she kept in her house. Um... It's one of the reasons I wanted to check out this bookstore. But, yeah, it's all probably long gone, burnt to a crisp. But, like, there's Angare, Aprican Geist, Jedediah Blackstye. But, yeah, uh, those were some of the main movers and shakers. They were all, of course, killed.
4: Interesting. Uh, out of curiosity, you did uh, Virginia Willoughby. Does that name show up anywhere in what you've read?
2: Yeah, actually. Yeah, it does. Huh.
4: What did, you, what did you know about her? Or what do you know about her?
2: Virginia Willoughby is a bit of a different story. Relatively more recent, around 1911 or so, when their story gets a little weird. Apparently, she was part of a very well-to-do family. The Willoughbys had some pretty decent holdings in Pioneer Valley. Something happened, some sort of huge scandal, and I haven't really dived into it since it was kind of off the beaten path for my other research. I want to follow up with you about why you're curious. Anyway, so... There was some sort of scandal, her husband was found brutally killed, and she just disappeared. But yeah, there could be something interesting there for you for your ghost story project. Wasn't that in one of those journals we found? Could journals? I could barely
7: read the thing. What? What journals? Oh, old family journal. I stumbled onto it at a garage sale. What was it? New York? What? What family? The Willoughby family? Oh, no, no, uh... Do you remember, Sugar? What family was that? What journal was I reading? I just know that's where I saw the name. i damned if I could tell you which one it was, though. It's been so many of them.
4: We've had a few journals. Maybe it popped up or a different Willoughby mm-hmm. there. I know that um, what sparked it in my mind is, uh, this is such a small detail. Paris, what did you say your name was? Like Dave or something? <laughs>
5: uh, yes. Yes.
4: Yeah. David yeah. found some notes in uh, Mallory's... Room, and uh, that was one of the names that he had on a list, but it was it was next to some of the other ones that you had shouted out here. So I was just huh. curious. I, I tried to look into it myself and couldn't really find anything. Interesting that I wonder if he found out some kind of connection then, huh? She nods.
2: Maybe, I'd love to take a look at those, if you don't mind.
4: Yeah, no problem, we can, we can get them to you.
2: Well, here we are.
3: She turns and she smiles, kind of look around. It's rainy, It's foliage everywhere dripping with precipitation. Large log across what is a rather muddy and hard to see trail, if it's a trail at all.
2: Oh, this way, through these trees, come on.
3: She motions for you to follow her clearly off the trail.
4: Okay,
5: well, she said it would be.
3: Cool, everybody's good good with that?
4: No, but yes. Yep.
3: (laughs) (laughs) You see ruins, finally, through the trees as you follow Janet's form through the dense, dense foliage. It's only a short way off the trail when all is said and done. And as she leads you down toward it, she turns speaking over the rain as it increases in volume.
2: So this structure down here, it's like one of those exploration zones.
3: She makes little quotes with her fingers.
2: Lots of people actually seem attracted to it. I found it first on atlasobscura.com.
3: She pauses waiting for a flicker of recognition on any of your faces.
2: Okay, nods. Prentice just nods. (laughs) Anyways, last time I was out here, another explorer told me this place burned down sometime in the 30s. Come on!
3: She takes you very close to this crumbling building.
5: Prentice says, this is the Geist Productions building?
2: I think so. Certainly fits the time and place.
3: It's mostly made of concrete, but nearly all of it has crumbled. There's only a few walls that remain standing with a small, small bit of roof left. The walls themselves are covered and coated in graffiti, and there's disgusting refuse everywhere. Beer cans, rotted, knotted cloth, paper and plastic bags, moldy. It's disgusting. You look over at Janet and she's smiling, beaming. She seems to be innervated just being here. She looks very happy as the rain falls down across her
4: rain hat and slicks. How many times have you come out
2: here? It's interesting. I always stop out here at least once a day.
4: That's awesome. You seem energized. I, I'm impressed that was a, a hell of a hike, uh, at least for me.
2: Let me show you an even better spot, follow me.
4: She darts off
3: to the left and starts basically trudging through more mud and dense foliage.
4: Yeah, no, I'll follow. Mm-hmm. Probably slower.
3: Yeah, mm-hmm. um, your boots are now getting stuck in this muck as you try to keep up with her form. Now she's wearing a bright yellow, a set of rain slicks. So it's not like she moves out of your sight, but she does create a bit of a gap between your group and herself until she stops and is waiting for you in a small clearing that has an ancient stone chimney jutting out of an old foundation. She turns as you four emerge from the dense foliage Mud all over your boots and up onto your pants to your knees. She smiles again.
2: Now this. This is awesome. You can see that this has got to be from early, mm, as early as the 18th century. But there's a lot of new stones here that people have been stacking up. Probably curious explorers goofing off, which is a shame. Thankfully, not a lot of teenage crap scattered around like the other building
3: a little cleaner here
2: anyway i don't know why i'm like drawn here but this is where i come to relax on the trail it's got a special beauty
4: you found this place all on your own
2: yeah when i'm feeling low like this place it makes me feel determined powerful can you feel that it's like a guardian angel is here reminding me that I don't have to be alone.
4: How, how long ago did you, how long ago did you find this place? That's an amazing connection you seem to have with it. That's really cool. What's your power, Ryan? My power level is like 5,000. <laughs> sure.
3: I see that it's 16. As you speak, you look around the clearing. Does anybody else have a power of 16 plus? 14. No. Okay. So this is only Ryan who feels this. It's a place of dread for you, Ryan, not power not calm, not tranquility. It's shattered, garbage-strewn dreams at your feet, nothing more. And what's more to you, Ryan, is it it feels like something's watching you. feel like you're in the lair of a predator. Roll a human intelligence for me, please.
4: 22 critical success on a target, 49. This feels like a real nice time to be getting (laughs) them.
3: You, as you're speaking, You very carefully take in Janet's behavior and your mind goes at a mile a minute as it has many times in other contexts. And you see a woman who is babbling, who's bubbly, who's almost manic, who seems intermittently confused or maybe in a semi-dazed state to you that is reminiscent of maybe narcotic use. And she's just waxing on about how much she loves this clearing. You're seeing a stark change in this behavior from the energetic and bubbly person who is bouncing along on the trails. Right now, she seems dreamy. She seems to be caught in kind of a delirium. This is what you notice as you ask your question.
4: It's amazing that you feel so tranquil here. How long have you, how long ago did you find this place? How long have you been feeling this way?
2: I don't know. Since I moved back, I guess, like a year ago.
4: Wow, okay, that's that's amazing. Gosh. I. I can't thank you enough for showing us this place, but uh, Ryan's going to turn to the rest of the team and say, Guys, I am exhausted. I'm completely gassed, and I don't know how many more. I'll turn back to Janet. More spots you have to show us, but this might need to be my last one and head back to the trail.
2: Oh, pity. Well, let's get back to the trail. Let's go. Let's. Return.
4: She starts trudging back the way you came. As she goes in front, Ryan's gonna give a significant look to the rest of the team.
7: Kane's gonna stay behind a little bit, take a better look at this clearing. <laughs> sure. Uh, what do you,
3: Prentice. What do you want
4: to do, Kane? Before before we move to
3: Prentice?
7: Quick search. Take a closer look at that chimney. Just see if there's anything that is obviously off.
3: You look into the chimney, just like Janet mentioned. There are some like stones that have been stacked around the base of the crumbling chimney itself that are not part of the original edifice but there's like nothing inside it's pretty much a dilapidated structure so there aren't like you know many places that could be explored or searched you don't see anything off
1: paris is just gonna go on alert basically got it roll your alertness please critical fuck
3: yeah dude there you go awesome I'm so glad after we hacked fact. Foundry.
1: Two's and twos.
3: Keep rolling like that, y'all. That's right. <laughs> and Prentice, you were going to say something before I interrupted?
5: Prentice is going to slow down after Ryan makes the significant look and says, This uh, place is
4: not happy. This is, uh, Ryan shivers and, um, just is absolutely certain in the, uh, evilness I guess that is here or the sinisterness that is here I don't know what happened to Janet but uh, I think she's um, let's say as someone who is affected he gestures to himself she might be too
5: Mm. Prentice kind of shuffles nervously while they're walking and kind of looks around and says okay well I'll keep my eyes peeled don't peel your eyes we need to use them (laughs) that's the idea
3: Are there any questions you want to ask Janet Pound on the way back to your vehicle in the parking lot?
5: So you don't know anything about either of those buildings? They just, you're drawn to them?
2: Yeah, just guesses, but I think they're good ones. Cool, huh? Smiles. It's also important to find inspiration. It's like the middle of nowhere, but also like somewhere, right?
5: Yeah. Here.
4: Yeah. She she nods.
2: Are there
7: any other places like this out here you spend a lot of time?
2: Of course. I go up and down the trails, but these are my favorite places to visit.
4: You always come out here alone, or does anybody else that you hang out with know these spots?
2: Sometimes I run into other explorers, especially out of the ruins. There are definitely a few folks who like to hang out and unfortunately leave some moop around.
3: She's kind of grimaces. I'm sorry, moop?
2: Yeah, garbage.
4: Matter out of place.
3: Correct. Well done, <laughs> ten experience points.
4: I I know you had mentioned you're trying to get that um, those books from Depths. Who who did you say that was on the council? I think that you had mentioned it was also your dentist. That sounds interesting.
2: Yeah, for sure, Doctor Perolau. He's like on the local historical commission, and he's gonna be helping me get in touch with the owners there. I hope.
4: Gotcha. Well, hey, we'll also um, see if anything that that we can do in the the company we work for, uh, they make donations, you know, to, to help get sources or, or information if we, uh, as we do our research. So if anything like that uh, yields fruit with Depths, we'll, we'll let you know. No promises, but you know, we're on the same side.
2: I mean, I'm just interested in seeing my family's journals and notes and like anything. Anything at all that really belongs to, belongs to me. I want to at least see them so I can write about it and write about it all.
4: that was everything with Benjamin Stockton, right? That was from Benjamin Stockton? Yeah.
2: Exactly. I know some of his old things must be there. It's super important. If you're able to get to any of those materials through your connections, please, 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 please let me know. All I want to do is look at them. I don't want to take them necessarily. I just want to read the words that my ancestors wrote so I can inform this project I'm working on.
5: Out loud to summon the demon. Is that princess?
4: <laughs> Jesus <No>.
3: Christ! <laughs> <laughs> I'm in this to win this.
4: Yeah, definitely will appreciate um, the information. And hey, thanks so much again for meeting up with us and showing us those really cool spots.
2: Sure, you know your Patrick sounds fun. Yeah, America's haunted places or whatever you're doing. But yeah, if there's anything else I can answer for you, I'm always out here. Always.
4: Thank you so much. Thank you for your time, Janet. Yes. One, you
2: one you so last,
4: wh- one last question. Um, wh- what do you think of my friend Dave here? She looks. She looks at Paris. And she goes.
2: Huh? What do you, What do you mean?
4: Ryan's Ryan's gonna cock his head to the side and give her a wink. She smiles. You know. She seems oblivious.
2: Uh, <laughs> I don't think. Is there a joke? Uh, a joke that I missed?
4: Ryan's just gonna say, No. Thanks again. And then walk away. And then he's gonna pat Paris on the side, and say, I tried, man. Sorry.
1: Sorry, I'm still caught up on the, how many holes she has in her teeth. That's I assume what that was referencing. Mm. I'm still trying to think of a good way to ask if she went how why she went to the dentist.
4: Oh my but, god, that's okay. so funny. Why do you go to the dentist? <laughs>
1: I want to know. I just
4: wanted to get the guy's name. Like, was it to get? Now that of- we got the guy's name, do you name, have I think an entity in living
3: in your? Teeth. This sounds like a also.
4: Really bad pop song. We're gonna go break into depths right now.
5: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, also, she's directly related to Benjamin Stockton, mm.
1: <laughs> um, a sorcerer. Yeah. Can we call her, in our New York sorcerer friend?
5: Is the councilman that's trying to get her into the depths place? All of Mallory's people in his notes were killed in the witch mob and both the burnt building and the chimney chimney give pound energy.
7: Well, Willoughby was not killed in this place. Yeah,
5: Willoughby wasn't.
7: Willoughby died almost 100 years oh, ago. Sorry,
5: Willoughby was not. That's correct. She had her own thing going on, but that was that we got a ton there.
4: Well, I think
3: you're heading to depths. Am I correct?
5: <laughs> is it I think past so. Past
4: nightfall.
3: I think we're
7: heading for non-muddy clothes.
3: First. It is Saturday, October 30th. <laughs> At six p.m., the sun oh, is shit. starting well, to. I think to we're probably going
4: back to the hotel to change first. Fall, then yeah.
3: In the sky. Hotel oh yeah, you're you're welcome change. to change. Yeah. That yeah, that's that's a, a hand wave of of your GM here, and then you're gonna head to depths. Yeah. Is that correct?
4: Once it closes, I think, right guys? Okay. Or are we gonna bully our way through that store? I I wouldn't yeah, wait is a till like operation. ten p.m.
7: ish, when yeah the town's gone quiet.
4: And in that time, Ryan's gonna watch YouTube videos on lock picking. Okay, cool. Nice. And tunnel digging.
5: And Prentice is, is going to YouTube videos on how to cover up <laughs> your YouTube searches.
3: Got it. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> probably wise. So my only question to you is, in any of this interim preparation work, do we listen to the radio?
7: Yes.
5: Yes. Mm. I think we have on the to. the drive back. Okay. <laughs> Off of a cliff. <laughs> so, he's buried. Not dead, but not quite sleeping, you see.
3: Dig him up, pour on a little life's vital essence, and blam! You hear Zeke hit his desk. Welcome to the new age. Hallelujah and amen to him. The thing is, the old
6: buck's a bit of a wreck after what Edward's people done to him. It's taken a whole long bit of years, a whole lot of planning. But Abraham says he's got a new set of clothes lined up for him to slip right into. He'll wear her like a sleeve and then wear her out. (laughs) Uh, Bothers me a bit that they ain't doing the same for me. Uh, But I guess I'm a special case. Hell, it's hard to know what I am after... after everything. Uh, After all the the flames
3: <laughs> the sobbing continues and continues and continues until someone switches off the radio